From the Gert Boyle Studio at OPB, this is Think Out Loud. I'm Dave Miller. My next guests want to change the way you look at one of the more familiar bumper stickers in the Rose City. They say that Keep Portland Weird is not just some quaint motto, a call to preserve charming quirks. Instead, they argue that weirdness is a key to a thriving, authentic, inclusive city. Brian Kidd is the founder and president of Weird Portland United. He is better known around Portland as a unipiper, the bagpipe-playing unicycle rider. Christine Lassiter is the host of the podcast Finding My Own Weird. You may also know her as Aurelia Stardancer, a centaur around town. They are two of the people behind the second-ever Weird Portland Gala, which is happening tonight in Northwest Portland. It's good to have both of you on the show. Great Thank to be you. here. So, Brian, why did you start Weird Portland United in 2018? It was an idea that had been gestating uh, for a very long time in my head um, because I always felt that Portland should have some sort of organization that was promoting um, the people and the things that were so unique uh, to Portland uh, that that really, I feel, um, are a cornerstone of our culture here. Um, and as the city at that time had been experiencing a monumental uh, amount of growth um, from some uh, some of the attention that had come to, to sit, Portland being the it city, um, I felt like in that process, uh, we were losing um, some of the those quirks uh, and, and a little bit of our soul as well. Um, and, and so I said, you know what, um, if nobody else is going to do this, well, gosh darn it, I'm going to give it a try myself. What does weird mean to you? It's a very good question, and I often say that if you ask 100 Portlanders, you're going to get 100 different answers. Um, To me personally, what weird means, um, it it is uh, an aspect of our culture that is celebrated, and it it is, um, uh, in my mind, it is what makes us unique from everyone else. And I'm talking about that from the perspective of of a city. Hmm. Christine, what about you? I mean, you you have a podcast devoted to talking to people um, about weirdness for them, but do you have your own definition of it? I do. So uh, for me, being weird is being your true authentic self, even if that is outside the the box of norm and, and really celebrating that. You know, we we so often get put in boxes by people who have no who want to have control who don't really have control of us and to be able to celebrate who we are without worrying about that box and doing so in the most most authentic way to me that is the full definition of weird Hmm. brian how long have you lived in portland i moved to portland in 2007 okay how if if i'd asked you then you know what brought you here and, and and what do you think about portland weird what would you have said um, it, it was partly Portland's reputation of being a little offbeat that drew me uh, to the city originally. Um, I, I uh, grew up on the East Coast, and I was at a moment in my life where I could kind of go anywhere. And, um, you know, it, it was the stories I'd heard that, that 
got me curious about Portland and it was a place I wanted to check out. And ultimately it was a place I ended up staying. That wasn't necessarily my plan, but I kind of fell in love with it. Um, and it was, uh, the, the eccentricities and, uh, Portland's pride in how they did things differently. Um, and I, uh, I felt like I got it. You know, I, I, um, all the things that people loved about Portland, I also was like, wow, it's cool being here and being a part of this story. Um, and I, I want to contribute in my own way. Um, and you know, <laughs> some people said that I came here and, and read the sign and, and I was like, okay. And so my, my, my way of contributing was, was to become the Unipiper. Well, how, so you were not a Unipiper before you got to Portland. I, I, I was dabbling in those hobbies. <laughs> separately. Um, separately, yes. Okay, it, so you, you were already a bagpiper <clears throat> and you were already a unicyclist. Yes, and I had just, before I came here, I had just started to experiment doing it together. And then so I, I, I thought, you know... Um, it, I can do this thing and it might fit in with what is going on in Portland. And um, the city responded in, in overwhelming uh, 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 affirmation of, of what I was doing. So, I mean, it sounds like it's it's not even a joke then that that, that whether it was the bumper sticker or, or else just the feeling of what was possible here, that really was a motivating factor for you to to put those two hobbies together. Uh, sure, yes. Uh, you know, I, I think that the bumper sticker is not what makes Portland weird. It's the fact that the bumper sticker is calling out something that already exists. Hmm. Christine, what about you? What drew you to Portland and when was that? So I moved here in 2017, but it was after visiting. Um, I was here on a work trip from, I'm originally from Texas, which is a completely very different environment. And I'm not from like Austin. I'm from Austin, which has its own bumper sticker, yeah, right? Keep yeah. Austin weird. But I'm not from that area. Okay. <laughs> I'm from the very conservative part of Texas. And when I visited for the first time and I started to see uh, everything here was just so much different. Uh, when you would see people with different colors of hair and tattoos all over and everything it, it, walking by, nobody batted an eye. Nobody turned ahead. They didn't, it was almost like it was invisible because it was more the norm than the exception. And in that moment, it was like those, um, you see the videos of the colorblind people who get those special glasses and they can see color for the first time. So when I got here, it was like I could see color for the first time to be in a, an environment where, you know, we're not judged all the time, constantly. It was the most beautiful thing. And I immediately decided on that trip here that I was moving to Portland. Hmm. And within a year and a half, I, I moved here. And it was because of that weird, quirky, interesting freedom. Freedom that you saw in others. And then you said, I, I want that for myself. Yes. Do you feel like a different person here? Oh, I, this is, I'm, I'll be 50 in March. And I feel like I'm home for the first time in my life. I mm. lived in Texas for 43 years, and I never felt at home, and which is a, not a great thing to say <laughs> when you're from Texas. But when I moved here, it was like, this is what that's supposed to feel like. And I started my podcast because I knew there was something inside of me. I didn't have any clue what it was, but I wanted to see what I could dig out in myself that that was not allowed 
in all those years growing up in Texas. And I my my podcast is actually talking to people about their journey to become their true authentic selves. So it's big weirds, little weirds, and it's about their journey. And it's incredible to talk to these people. Hmm. Let me just remind folks, if you're tuning in, we're talking with two people who are actively working to ensure that Portland stays weird. Christine Laster is a host of the podcast, Finding My Own Weird. Brian Kidd, also known as the Unipiper, is the founder and president of Weird Portland United. Brian, do you find that Broadly, obviously, we're, we're, this is a question based on generalizations, but that people who are moving to Portland now or in recent years are moving for different reasons than you might have seen 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yes, um, I, I do think that is the case. Um, and I think that Portland um, used to draw people um, primarily for the culture uh, and the, the outdoors and the, the, quote, weird, the unique things of Portland. Uh, but then I think as Portland was grappling uh, with its uh, uh, aggressive growth um, in the uh, mid-2010s, um, that uh, a lot of businesses uh, were turning towards Portland and opening headquarters, and uh, you had a lot of workforce come uh, move in, and I think that they were coming uh, primarily uh, for job-related reasons. And I think that in that process, um, some of the unique parts of our culture kind of got diluted. Um, and so I see part of our mission uh, is to educate and uh, inspire the people that come here and don't know a lot about Portland, uh, share with them the, the things that we love about Portland and get them excited as well. How do you do that, though? I mean, if somebody came here for a tech job or work to work in an insurance company, not for the, you know, Christine say the, the sense of, of autonomy and freedom to, to find their authentic selves. They, they may say, I'm already my authentic self. I, I, I work for a tech company and I, I enjoy other aspects of this, but I didn't come here for quote unquote weird. How do you sell them on what they may see as an antiquated version of what this city is? Well, I think it's important to realize that it's not like we're trying to convert people. <laughs> this is not the church of weird. We really are. Uh, it is about being your true authentic self. But part of that is um, getting to know the weird community and getting to know um, the parts of, of Portland that are weird and embracing those things. Not that you have to be a, a costumed character, because one of the things that I really uh, found out while doing all of this stuff is it's not that's such a small part of the weird you know that's hmm. that's a tiny piece of it on my like, i was just talking to Brian about this that on my podcast one of my um, interviews was with a UPS driver and he's just he's just so quirky and interesting he has his own two podcast and um, it's it's your neighbors it's the people who are you know your servers at the restaurants it's the artist it's you know it's everybody it's the community itself and and putting it in a box of just those weird characters i think is i i think that's damaging hmm. because then it looks like a, a novelty instead of the community and we are the community you know my my day job is i'm a mortgage broker i'm well, a grandma i'm glad you brought that up <laughs> i mean cuz i can't well i, I should I, I can think of jobs as uh, that that are 
uh, as uh, not weird as mortgage brokers, but <laughs> but it's a short list. I mean, it's sort of it is it's not a job that screams weird. Mm. For, for you personally, I mean, is there a connection between the the non weirdness, or so I imagine it, of being a mortgage broker and and your outside life where you 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 want to celebrate the weird. Oh, absolutely. One of the things that's really important to me as a mortgage broker is to uh, build relationships with with the borrowers and really, you know, engage with them that it's not a, a cold transaction. And that's also true, you know, as Aurelia start answer, I'm, I, I really am about engaging and building relationships. So there is definitely a crossover. Yes, it seems like night and day, but there... There's room in both sides of that, and they do cross over. I actually um, just recently helped two fellow weirds buy their first first home. It was fantastic. <laughs> when you say fellow weirds, I'm, um, what do you mean? These are these are two costume characters okay. uh, that are in the weird community, and it was just absolutely lovely to be able to help them buy their home. And they felt comfortable with me because I understood their world. Um, and that's important, too, when you're talking to somebody you know, about all their finances and stuff, that you're comfortable in that situation. It hmm. was it was a beautiful marriage of, of our, our worlds together. You know, speaking of, of finances, Brian, I'm, I'm wondering how much of what we're talking about here broadly has to do with just big economic forces. I mean, can an increasingly expensive city, specifically when it comes to housing, um, can it still be weird, or or does the the price of a city just push out a lot of what we're calling weirdness? I don't know, and that's a uh, kind of what we're we're doing here is we're trying to answer that question. I hope that the answer is yes that that weird um, can uh, be sustainable in a city that is experiencing the level of growth of uh, of Portland. Um, but one thing that pe- a lot of people have uh, talked to me about is, is the um, the trajectory of other cities like Austin and San Francisco, and people. Uh, tell me how uh, Portland reminds me of what those cities used to be. Um, and they may have moved to Portland for that reason, because they missed what those cities were. Um, so, you know, it, right now, the best that we can do, at least, is is um, create a presence um, and get people thinking about the changes going on in Portland and how we might be able to uh, make decisions at a level much higher than <laughs> who we are um, that will uh, facilitate uh, a coexistence of of this culture uh, with a uh, thriving uh, metropolis. Hmm. Christine, what can people expect at the Weird Portland Gala tonight? Well, we have gone all out. Uh, it's going to be held at Rainbow City downtown, and it is the theme of it. So there's it's kind of a dual theme. So the obvious theme is 80s. Portland in the 80s, dresses 80s. We have 80s cover bands. We've got the Celtic Light Orchestra, the New Wavers, Ursa Bomb. They're coming to do all of the the awesome 80s covers. Uh, we're going to be doing the Weird Portland Hall of Fame. Um, we've got a silent auction. Uh, but the other the other um, message is, uh, and you you alluded to that earlier, is unity, authenticity. And um, uh, inclusiveness. And that, to me, I don't think that you can be a part of this community 
without embracing all of those things. You know, you can't say be authentic, but then not accept people who are also authentic. Mm. Um, and you, when you find a tribe, uh, you know, a, a group that is like-minded, I mean, that's where that unity comes in and there's strength in that. Um, and just inclusiveness, just bringing in people that, and it doesn't just mean weird. It just mean it means uh, uh, people to love, people to care for. And I think that, that we are really stressing all of those things right now. Are you going to be there as a centaur? Uh Aurelia will make a uh, an appearance. Um, I'm also emceeing the event with uh, one of our other board members, Dresden, and um, there will be a couple of costume changes. But yes, Aurelia will make uh, an, an appearance uh, along with. Uh, we did a, a a music video earlier this year that is going to be premiered tonight. Um, it kind of flew off of my podcast. Somebody suggested I should do a music video with the weirds that I was interviewing. And uh, within minutes, it turned into a, I should do a We Are the World, Oh, We Are So Weird. <laughs> so we did. We, we actually got together. It's about 45 of the weird community. And we did uh, We Are So Weird in the vein of We Are the World. It is – tonight is the is the grand premiere. Uh, Brian hasn't even seen it. No, I and, uh, <laughs> and it's really exciting. And the amount of people who donated their time and talent, it, it didn't cost us anything. Yeah. To make this huge video, it's because so many people needed it. And we've got some really fun people in there, like uh, Terry Courier of Music Millennium, who coined the Keep Portland Weird phrase. Uh, Timber Joey is in there, <laughs> and uh, um, Poison Waters, and just so many uh, Portland names that you've probably heard of, just all together singing a song about being weird. Brian Kidd and Christine Lasseter, thanks very much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Brian Kidd is founder and president of Weird Portland United. Christine Lassiter is the host of the podcast, Finding My Own Weird.